Welcome to the Silent Treatment Fancast. Today is Monday, March 15th, 2010. My name is Michael. My name is Sam. And we're back for another weekly podcast. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for sending in your questions. Here's this week's question for you. Alright, it's So What You Say in Question of the Week time. Congratulations to Celeste from Taylor, Pennsylvania. She answered our question correctly last week. She won herself a TST exclusive CD with exclusive tracks on it. And there's another chance for you to win your very own copy of this exclusive CD by answering our question this week. Michael, what is the question they have to answer? This week's question is, what kind of keyboard do I play? You have to give us the make and the model. Here's a hint. Find our video, Unlocking the Keys. I explain all about my keyboard in this video, and you will find the answer to this question in this video. So, if you're the first person to answer this question correctly, send it to thesilenttreatment5 at gmail.com. You can send it to our Twitter account, our MySpace, our Facebook, or our YouTube. You send that in, you get it right, you're the first to get it right, you will be the winner of a very TST-exclusive CD. Moving on to your questions. Where does our first question come from, Sam? Our first question comes from Carbondale, Pennsylvania, our friends Sydney and Isabel up there. And they want to know, is playing with the band what you wanted or planned to do when you guys finished school? Yes, Sydney and Isabel, that's everything that I planned to do when I finished school. However, when I first went into school, freshman and sophomore year, this was before I was in the band, I was pursuing a career in elementary education, which I eventually did graduate in, but up until my sophomore year before I entered the band, I was looking to be a teacher. And once I started playing with the band, my outlook on my future completely changed. And it's everything that I want to do and I wouldn't be doing anything different. I do not even plan to use my college degree. So (laughs) everything is going to be music from here on out. I would say yes too, and I started playing guitar at age five, and by the time I was about 11 or 12, I knew that I wanted to be a musician, so all through high school and college, I had no intention of using my degree either. It was all about uh, playing music and being a musician. Not a rock star, but a musician. That's what I love to do, so everybody in the band would definitely say a resounding yes to your question. Well, let me ask you this, Sam. If you couldn't pursue a career in music, what would you pursue? I have absolutely no idea. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, No, I would probably do something with, um, I have a degree in in English literature, so I would be able to maybe further my studies in that department and maybe teach on the college level, be involved in the academic world perhaps. So something, something with that or something to do with nature, I'm a big conservation sort of guy so maybe use my filmmaking skills to make documentaries or something I don't know cool what would you do well the obvious thing is I would be an elementary school teacher I have a I'm certified I'm a certified teacher of Pennsylvania for the grades kindergarten through sixth grade (laughs) but if I could go back I'd probably pursue something with business and music so if I couldn't pursue a career in music in the form of performance, I would do it with music business, whether that be something in the industry like management or marketing, sales, anything. I think if I couldn't help myself out musically, I'd help someone else out musically. Mm. So yeah, 
I think that's what I'd do. Cool. All right. <clears throat> well, how about our second question, Michael? Where is that from? Our second question comes from Jalen from Newark, New Jersey, and he asks, if you had one message for your fans, what would it be? I think if I had one message, and to make it short and sweet, I would say to sit tight because there's going to be some great music coming your way and to spread the treatment and tell your friends about us and keep the ball rolling. We keep making more and more fans all around the world and it's completely incredible. So we're working on our best music yet. Hopefully that will always be the case. We'll always be working on our best stuff. We're always going to have more and more coming and um, to let your friends know and the more people know, the more we can come out and see you guys and play in all these different countries all around the world and, and visit with our our friends and our fans worldwide. How about you, Michael? First and foremost, my message would be thank you. Thank you for sending in your questions. Thank you for tuning into this podcast. Thank you for listening to our music. Thank you for telling your friends about our music. Thank you for supporting us. Because without your support, we cannot do what we do every week. And that's not just the podcast, not just the video, not just the backseat blog every Friday, but write music and be able to perform music. So that's my first message is thank you. And my second message is I completely agree with Sam is spread the treatment. Tell your friends, tell your family, tell anyone you think that would like our music about our music. Tell them to come to our website, check us out, tell them to sign up for our mailing list. Do whatever you can to spread the treatment. And again, thank you. And Michael and I end up being uh, a lot of the public mouthpiece for the band a lot because we do this show and we are very active on uh, the websites, sometimes a bit more than the other guys. But on behalf of the entire band, thank you to everyone out there who participates in what we do and, and really enjoys our music because even aside from the the whole aspect of trying to grow the band and all that, just from an artistic point of view, it means so much to us that people out there really enjoy what we do and take as much happiness and joy out of music as we do so thank you so much for all of your support we could never say thank you enough that's right all right well now it's time for the tst topic of the week and this is the point in the show where sam comes up with a topic about the band and i don't know what it is so he kind of hits me on the spot and we discuss it so what is this week's topic of the week, Sam? All right. This week's topic is a topic that has actually been fueled by several people, actually a lot of people over the past two years. And I think we should take this opportunity because I don't think this question has ever been thoroughly answered. But a lot of people have been writing in recently and they've written into this show and we've tried to answer this question in a question segment, which is a bit shorter than a full out discussion on this. I think we need to discuss how this band really came together and how we've come up to where we've been to now. Because a lot of people ask this question and we have to kind of fire it really fast because you don't want to take up a lot of time. But there's a lot of pieces to this puzzle. And so I think it would be cool for us to actually sit down with everyone, gather around. It's like the, FD- <laughs> gather around. It's like the FDR fireside chats and we're going to tell you how this happened. Well, first of all, Sam, I'd just like to thank you for making this an extremely long podcast because this is going to take a while to discuss. I know that, but I think we our fans deserve to know. They so, keep asking and we've never given right. a, a great 
Do you want answer. me to start or do you want to start? Well, how about I start? You go ahead. Okay. The silent treatment began for me, it was January 2nd, 2007. That's right. Right around well, the turn of the new year, I was downstairs in my basement feeding my turtle, Luis. <laughs> I got a call from Sam. And at this point in time, me and Sam were really good friends. We were great friends all throughout high school. Sam was like almost, he, he was a major influence for me actually. He was the music star in high school. <laughs> he was always, he was like a metalhead and he was always playing guitar and I kind of looked up to him because he was an incredible guitar player and we became friends and at that point in time, that's when I started getting into music and Sam, kind of took me under his wing and helped me learn to play guitar. Guitar was my first instrument, my second instrument was keyboard. I actually am better at keyboard, so <laughs> that's why I play keyboard in the band. But anyways, enough of that. I got a call from Sam, and Sam at this point in time was playing in a band with Tony, The Silent Treatment. At that <laughs> point in time, it was with two T's. And he said to me, hey, Mike, uh, Tony wants to talk with you. I'm like, okay. <laughs> Immediately I knew uh, what's going on. It has to be something with the band. And they asked me to play in the band. Of course, I said yes. I started going over the studio, hanging out with you guys. We got to know each other. We started writing music. You guys wanted to go in a different direction. You guys wanted to write acoustic orchestra type music where you right. and Tony would be playing acoustic guitars. And I would be providing the orchestra, the strings, the timpanis, all the, all the stuff you hear in an orchestra. Soon after, Tony, or Anthony, however you know him out there, we refer to him both names all the time, he wrote The Secret, a rough demo, and he showed it to us. It was actually kind of funny because it wasn't very serious, but we liked it, and then that's when Anthony told me to, he said, just write whatever, do what you want. And I was like, all right. And I jokingly d used that R&B keyboard and then the <laughs> organ in the chorus. And we liked it. The secret was what changed the direction of the band. And then soon after we were picked up by a management company. That's when we started working on Sinful Acts of Audio. The three of us recorded it. Uh, well, the three of us wrote it and recorded it. And then we needed two more guys so we can start playing out live. That's when we recruited Steven and Mark to play bass and drums. Right. And then from there, we gelled as a band. We played out live for a year. And then we, during the course of that year, we wrote Passion and Progress. We recorded it and we released it. And now we're working on our third third release our third release okay so is that what you wanted to get out of me was that, that was yeah, a little yeah. I, no I think that's good okay. and I want to go back to the foundations of of the band um, I was asked to play with Tony in the original lineup of the silent treatment about a year before everything happened with, with Michael so this is in the very beginning of 2006 and I do want to mention that, and we've talked about this before in interviews and several other places, Tony and Mark were in a band called Electric Candy Shop, which I think to this day is still one of Michael and I's favorite favorite bands. 
and they were uh, totally influential in both of our musical development. In fact, I think a lot of the Michael and me playing together was because we were I was teaching him electric candy shop songs. We would instead of going out on a Friday, we would play yeah. music Elect- together. Anthony and Mark's old band Electric Candy Shop was definitely an influence of mine. They were the first band that I saw live and they were a local band and to be able to see a local band at that caliber really impressed me and kind of it's one of the reasons why I got into music and picked up guitar and started playing with Sam. So kind of funny how things go full circle and I ended up being in a band with Tony and Mark. <laughs> right. And I And th- you as well. I mean I mean I never really expected to be playing in a band. I mean it was really cool when you asked me that January second to play in the band and then really my entire Everything changed. Everything that changed. That phone call changed everything. That phone call changed everything. I mean, to me, Electric Candy Shop was so stubborn, which is actually one of their songs, but they were so stubborn about playing original music. They wouldn't do covers, and I thought that was so great because everybody tells you you have to play covers and stuff, and they just wouldn't do it, and that, that mentality hit me very hard, and, and I just fell in love with all of their music and everything and became really good friends with the guys, and um, and that was kind of the beginning of... Tony and I knowing each other pretty well and then when he asked me to to play I had done a couple things with Electric Candy Shop towards the end of there they'd done three albums and then at the end of their little run there I started playing a little bit with them and then with this new project that Tony was working with he asked me to play and uh, we did that for about a year and it was as we've said before a hard rock project a bit more maybe some progressive tendencies it was technical technically challenging music to play and after that had sort of not worked out entirely and we were playing songs like the shore always my darling they were all involved at this point in time and tony and i wrote one night stand all the way back in 2006 so after this had not worked out for a while tony came up with the idea to do acoustic orchestra music and that's when he said he would play keyboard and and tony can play keyboard but he's he's certainly not a, a keyboard player and Michael had already bought this enormous monstrosity <laughs> of a keyboard. Um, Which, if you give us the make and model in this week's So What You Say in Question of the Week, you can win your very exclusive TST CD. That's right. So he had bought this enormous thing. And from with you, I mean, I, I was sort of interested because you had just started to learn how to play guitar, and all of a sudden you were playing keyboard bass like everything you were just learning everything and you were writing silly stuff with you know our friends and stuff Mm -hmm. it wasn't anything serious but you had i could tell you had a sense for melody and creativity and stuff and i and the keyboard to me was just was like a declaration of intent like i'm serious about being a musician and that's Mm -hmm. when you know i knew that you would fit in well personally with tony and myself and that if you brought your musical sensibilities to what we were doing it would really open it up and it did, and it worked well. And of course, you know, we did one night stand as a three piece, and then the secret. And as you said, it changed everything, and we went from there. But that's really the story of how the silent streaming came about. If you want to see some of the acoustic orchestra material, I want to say that the very first video 
that I did for, well, actually, it was the second video. The first video is not up anymore. It was kind of a teaser video for some shows that we did way back when. But the second one is still up. If you go on YouTube and you search for it, yeah, go it's called to... the early recordings, and you can hear some of that acoustic orchestra material. Yeah, you could actually find it easily if you go to our YouTube account. We have, it's called In Order of Uploads. Just click on that. It's a whole list of every single video that we have up to date. And I believe it's the very first or very second first video. One. Right, it's the first one. And then um, you can hear that. And I also want to say that I don't know for sure about this, but we have talked about several times going back and recording some of those early technical rock songs. So if you're interested in that, at some point in the future, I don't know if it's when. It might be years from now. I don't know. But we're definitely going to go back and capture that again. So our hardcore fans who want to hear what we were doing back then, you might get a chance to hear that. And maybe some of that acoustic orchestra stuff as well, hopefully. So that's the history of the band? Oh, that's the, Yeah. I mean, in a nutshell. Again, in a nutshell. But, I mean, I think there's a lot more to tell so, about. Maybe next week so we can talk here, more about... The, one, the, Maybe next week we could talk more about Sinful Onwards yeah. and talk about that. So to wrap up everything we just said, the silent treatment <laughs> started out, before the silent treatment, there was Electric Candy Shop. Right. And Anthony and Mark were in a band together. Electric Candy Shop disbanded. Shortly thereafter, Anthony started playing with Sam. It was Anthony and Sam and other members. Mm-hmm. They were called The Silent Treatment with two Ts. <laughs> Soon after, things didn't work out with that lineup. Anthony and Sam stayed together, kept the silent treatment name, and asked me to play with them. For a short time, we were writing acoustic music, and we wrote The Secret. It changed things, and that's when we started writing, as we dubbed, Sex Rock. Um, We started working on Sinful. After we finished Sinful, writing and recording it, we recruited Mark and Steven, and we've been playing since then we released passion and now we're working on the next album that's right so stick around there's a lot more to the story and you're a part of the story now if you're listening to this you are a part of this this story and it's going to hopefully go on for many 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 years to come and we'll be probably still doing this show all yeah. these years later. <laughs> Alrighty, well that wraps up this week's fan cast. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for sticking with us. Don't forget to send in your questions to the silentreatment5 at gmail.com, our MySpace account, our Facebook account, our YouTube account, or our Twitter account. We're all over the internet. If you have a question for us for this podcast, please send it to any one of those sites. Also, if you want a TST exclusive CD, remember to answer the So What You Say in Question of the Week. What make and model keyboard do I play? All right, thesilenttreatment.net. Go there, jump on our mailing list, and there's also a free download at thesilenttreatment.net slash free passion. So go there, share it with your friends. If you like what you hear, you can pick up either of our albums, Synflax of Audio or Passion and Progress. They're on iTunes, Rhapsody, Amazon MP3, every online retailer. If you go there, you will find us. And if you'd like a physical copy of your Silent Treatment CDs, you can go to cdbaby.com and order one from there. All right, thanks again for tuning in. My name is Michael. My name is Sam. Signing out. Take your